Running backs, running backs, and more running backs. What a detailed, fantastic breakdown today from JoeBucksFan.com draft guru Sean Sullivan on the Best in Class podcast. You can listen at Apple Podcasts, subscribe at Spotify, all kinds of platforms. The Best in Class with Sean Sullivan. That's how you find it. And, of course, uh, he's also the GM at Bill Curry Ford, which presents the podcast BillCurryFord.com, mile north of Raymond James Stadium. Here's Sean. Hi, everybody. Welcome to Sean Sullivan Best in Class, coming to you live from Bill Curry Ford Studios in Tampa with the best assistant in the business, Grace. Say hi, Grace. Hi. Great news. Tampa Bay Inferno start the season this weekend at Sickles High School. The NFL female football, Tampa Bay Inferno. Big deal, guys. Let's go out and watch it. We have tickets at Bill Curry Ford. Please come in, test drive a car. We'll give you tickets for you and your family to go. Very exciting stuff. We have the construction, the giant returns uh, in 2023 going on. Our construction is absolutely gorgeous. Our new showroom is about to open. I can't wait to show it to the public. It's definitely something that Tampa deserves. We have championship football. Now we have a championship dealership. Very excited about that stuff. Remember, go to BillCurryFord.com. Go on ordering. I will order a car for you right now with no deposit necessary and pay you 100 bucks to do it, which is awesome which um, you can then spend on some Buccaneer swag. Grace, you got to follow us at Bill Curry Tampa, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Please come into our service department. Uh, we have a brand new uh, service system. We have some brand new management in our, in our body shop, so we're very excited about the, the new direction of Bill Curry Ford and the giant returns in 2023. Great stuff. So our new tagline, you don't need to leave Tampa to now get the best deal on a new Ford truck or vehicle. So it's fantastic, and we have a lifetime warranty. As you know, the Currys are big into... A family-owned store. We are the last family-owned store in this area, uh, which I'm very proud of that we are hanging in there and we're doing a great job with our customers. So the Curry's extended a lifetime warranty on new and used vehicles for all of our customers. So for the lifetime of the car, whether it's new or used, the water pump, fuel pump, engine, transmission, exhaust manifold, all gaskets, all serpentine belts, everything that oil touches, guys, covered for life at no charge. You come in and buy a car at Bill Curry Ford. The Curry family takes care of you. Please visit us at Curry Cares as well if you want to see the 41 active charities that we have going on right now. Very exciting stuff. And don't forget to email me at bestinclass at billcurry.com with your comments about football, about buying a car. I've ordered many cars now for customers who are fans of the show. I love fans of the show. Thank you so much. This is my passion. I do get some emails asking me, like, uh, please stick to my day job. What I, I love about that, and in all seriousness, is that this is a passion of mine, and what I enjoy doing is talking football I have since I was a kid. This is what I would have done had I not been a general manager at one of the largest stores in the country. This is what I would be doing for a living. But most scouts are entertainers. Mel Kiper is an entertainer, guys. He's not like this massive scout. He just is an entertainer. He just gets on there. He had other jobs that he did before this. And then most of the scouts that I talk to have a second job. I have a second job. I don't consider myself a scout, but I consider myself a very informed football enthusiast, which is why I'm super excited that every day, Grace is telling me that people are downloading the podcast every day of the month and listening. I'm gaining listeners every day. People are sharing the podcast. I, I can't tell you how humbling it is. And it's uh, I have self-esteem issues, which I tell Grace all the time, but it really is humbling. And I'm very grateful for all the listeners and all of the people that I'm meeting and talking football and who are buying cars. I'm very excited about that stuff. And again, follow us at Bill Curry Tampa. Uh, you'll see some great stuff. All right. We are going to break down 
the running backs of this NFL draft. And I tell you, running backs are, are one of my favorite things to review. You're going to see it, the passion in this review. And what I did was, for those doubters who, who don't think I know a lot about football, who, who would rather listen to some scout on some random site online with no credentials, talking football somehow is better than the car guy, which is fine with me. But I will tell you, I included some of the NFL stuff in this podcast. I included some of my own takes on this podcast. So I'm really combining the two to give you the most informative 20 minutes of your life of these running backs. You, when you come out of this, you will almost like speaking Spanish. You will completely understand what's going on with the running backs in this NFL draft, where the running backs are going to fall, who should draft them. You're going to get a full understanding of it. So strap in, get ready. It's going to be a ride. So number one on my board for running backs, and he's number one on a lot of boards, is Brees Hall out of uh, Iowa State. Brees Hall, last year, rushed for 253 yards, 1,400 yards, 5.8 yards a carry, had 20 touchdowns, had a long run of 80 yards, caught 36 balls for 302 yards, and had three other touchdowns. He's 6'1", 220 pounds. He ran a 4.39 at the combine. Now, really interesting about this player, this is a home run guy. This is not the I'm going to fight for extra yards guy. This is not the guy that's going to create a hole guy. This is a guy that's going to dance behind the line of scrimmage. He's going to wait for a hole to open and hope that it opens. And then he's going to accelerate with that speed immediately and try to make a home run. That's what this guy is. Good hands, can run, but he's going to be a guy that needs the hole open. He's going to need the lane. This, this guy at 6'1", 220 has the size, but he doesn't play with that size. But he's explosive. Okay, so let's talk about one of his reviews so i went on the draft network which is one of my favorite places and then there's the nfl network and i kind of combined a couple so i'm going to give them some credit because i'm going to read a couple of things that he did at the combine he's patient and outstanding vision contact balance he's a reliable receiver which we just talked about he ran a sub 44 at the combine which we talked about he's explosive in his jumps he had a 40 inch vertical and a 10-6 broad jump and that was third amongst all running backs tested at the Combine. He had a heavy workload, obviously, with 253 carries. In 2020, he carried 279 times, right? So this guy and in 2019 had 186 carries. So this guy has a lot of tread on the tires. He is a workhorse back that they continue to run in. And he never averaged less than five yards a carry. And as a matter of fact, last year he was at almost six yards a carry, 5.8 yards a carry and 8.4 yards uh, receiving. His NFL comparison is Matt Forte, which is an interesting NFL comparison because Matt Forte, I think, really fits. So the reason why I get that NFL comparison, I'm going to go through the line, I'm going to tell you it all, that comes from testing size, height, and weight. So basically, the NFL works with several organizations, and they put together basically a physical-like make, not, not in running style, but just like is a similar athlete and Matt Forte is a similar athlete to Brees Hall and is they fit these criteria so if that's any translation if that makes any sense that's an interesting guy because Matt Forte was an excellent running back for the Chicago Bears let's talk about Brees Hall's draft position so the Buccaneers in round one they draft 27th overall which we know second round they draft 60th overall and the third round they draft 91st overall and round four, they draft 133rd overall. The reason why I brought that up is I have got the Vegas average draft position for each player so that you know what the Vegas odds are of this person and where they're going to be drafted in the NFL. 
right? So it's called an ADP, average draft position. The average draft position for Brees Hall is 36th, which drops him, just so you know, into the second round. So the highest running back I have right now is Brees Hall. He's a second-round running back. Top of the second round, but still at 36 is ADP. That's what Vegas says. That's what everybody's betting money on. These things are pretty accurate, I have to say, on the player's position. So they take basically a bunch of experts. They say, okay, where is this guy going to fit? And then they take all of the information and shrink it in and say his average draft position is 36. Perfect. Doesn't mean he's going to go 36. It just means that he's a top of the second round guy, and that's how they, they get him. And then, of course, his NFL comparisons, Matt Forte, based on athletic testing, size, weight, and speed. Okay? So I hope you guys got a full understanding of Brees Hall at, Ohio, at Iowa State. He's the best in class, number one running back. But again, he is a home run hitter, not going to break tackles. He's looking for open space, and so he's going to fit into an offense that's going to be very similar to, to like a Kansas City offense, not a Buffalo Bills offense, right? So I know that he's been um, cast to the Bills a lot, and I, I don't understand it just because of how they run their offense, but we'll see. I think he needs to be in a spread offense. I think that he needs to, be, he needs to get into open space, and I think once he gets in open space, he's gone. I mean, that's, that's what his forte is. He is going to be a guy that is going to – to score on long touchdown runs. He's not going to give you the, the three and four and five yards like, say, our boy uh, Playoff Lenny does, who I, I love Playoff Lenny. And now Super Bowl Lenny, sorry. He fights for every yard, physical. That's not this guy. So Brees Hall, 36th position, second round guy, number one overall in my, in my running back, 6'1", 220, at the combine. All right, let's move into my second guy. This is going to surprise everybody. This gentleman's been linked to the Bucks. Over and over and over again, and that's Isaiah Spiller out of Texas A&M. Isaiah Spiller last year was considered the top running back coming out in this draft. He slipped because at the combine he didn't run, he didn't jump, and he didn't he didn't really perform in, in many of the of the athletic testing. And the ones that he did, he finished dead last in. He was actually last in the three that he did for all running backs. So let me explain to you why I think that happened. He was hurt. He went with his injury, and he tested anyway, and um, he just didn't do well. That doesn't take away the film. It doesn't take away what he did at Texas A&M. And again, I can't stand it when people get so caught up in, in that stuff. It doesn't take away that in 2021, he rushed 179 times for 1,000 yards, 5.6 yards of carry, six touchdowns. He had a long of 67. He caught 25 balls, 189 yards, 7.6 yards of catch and a touchdown. In 2020, 188 carries, 1,036 yards, 5.5 yards to carry, nine touchdowns, 57 long, caught 20 balls for 193 yards. So, again, very productive running back out of Texas and him. Played in the SEC, played against top NFL talent. This guy is tough. I have no idea what his 40 time is. It's all over the place. You know, uh, I saw his pro day at, the, uh, at his pro day at Texas and him. He ran well, but we'll see how that helps him. His NFL comparisons were Shard Penny. Now, for all of you guys, oh, Rashard Penny's this gigantic bust that happened uh, that was a first-round draft pick of the Seattle Seahawks. Well, if you follow football, um, last year, the last six games of the season, the number one rusher in the NFL was Rashard Penny. The, he was on fire, couldn't be stopped. And sometimes it takes a year, two years for them to figure it out. But Rashard Penny, well, we'll see what he does this year. But he was the best running back the last weeks of, six weeks of last season. Just crushed it. Let's see, his average draft position is 60th, which has him in the bottom of the second round. So 
As I said before, the Bucks pick in the second round is 60th overall. I know that's that's just a coincidence that it's 60 and 60, but I think the Bucks are very interested in Isaiah Spiller, but I think they're interested in more at the 91st overall, which would be the third round pick. And you're going to say, well, if Vegas has them going in the bottom of the second, how could you fall to the bottom of the third? And I'm telling you, it's the athletic testing. You know, the 4-6-3-40, he's 6'1", 215 pounds. He has great hands. He's physical. He fights for yards. I, 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 just, I find him to be absolutely fascinating. And when you watch him on tape, he is physical. Get him in space. He's very hard to tackle. Um, he doesn't go down on the first tackle, unlike Brees Hall. This is the kind of guy that I think that Todd Bowles is going to like and Jason Light likes. They like these tough runners, not necessarily speed demons. I mean, obviously, Leonard Fournette is, is a very fast running back, but he's not a speed demon, and neither is Kashawn Vaughn. So these guys are, are have decent speed. But Isaiah Stiller has something that none of them have on our team right now, and that's elusiveness. He's very elusive. When you get him in, he's very, very hard to bring down, not just because he's tough, but because you can't get your hands on him. He's got moves. I was so impressed after watching him. I had him third or fourth in this, and I'm thinking, okay, third, fourth round, he might be a guy for the Bucks. But then after watching him and watching him and watching him, I, he just kept climbing up my board. And I'm like, okay, this guy is going to be good in the NFL. And I think the Bucks know what they're doing, and I think that's why they've, they've had two interviews with, with Isaiah Spiller. Again, out of Texas A&M, 6'1", 215 pounds, ran a 4'6", 3", is... His draft position is 60th, which is the bottom of the second round. The NFL comparisons were Rashard Penny. So there you go on Isaiah Spiller, who when you – I'm not going to tell you what my mock draft is. We're going to share that on the Ira um, Kaufman podcast. But uh, keep your eye on Isaiah Spiller. My number three running back is Kenneth Walker III out of Michigan State. In 2021, rushed the ball 263 times. That's a lot for, for any running back. That's a lot of carries in a 12-game season, 263 carries for 1,636 yards, six yards a carry, 18 touchdowns, uh, had a 94-yard long uh, run, 13 receptions, 89 yards at 13 receptions and carrying the ball 263 times. His hands are very questionable. Let's talk about his size. So he's 5'10", 210 pounds. He ran a 4.3840, which is fantastic. Kenneth Walker right now, the way he sits, is a two-down back. Guys, first and second down, yes, he's going to get you the yards. He's a, he's a yards machine. But then on third down, he's got to come out. No pass pro and no hands. Um, that's going to be something he's going to have to develop as a runner in the NFL. And you know what? We've seen runners without hands work in the NFL that play on two downs. We've seen it. Uh, I just don't want to spend a high pick on him. So his um, ADP is 46th, which is obviously in the middle of the second round. His NFL comparison is Willie Parker. So if you watch the Pittsburgh Steelers, uh, Willie Parker had three seasons where he led the NFL in rushing. He was a sensational, electrifying running back. So that's a really uh, amazing comparison if you're, if you're going to be Willie Parker. And let's, talk, let's see what the NFL says about him. He's a powerful runner with thick and compact build, excellent contact balance, impressive change of direction. He's a tackle-breaking machine. He racks up yards after contact in bunches. He tied for the third fastest 40 time at the 4.38, the combine, which we talked about. And he has very limited experience in the passing game, and he only has 19 career receptions over three starting seasons. So there you go. A two-down back has a lot of work to do as pass pro and catching. Kenneth Walker III out of Michigan State, our third running back on best in class. Average draft position 46, which is a second-round NFL comparison, Willie Parker. Moving on to our fourth running back. All right, this is where 
it gets really interesting because I have a favorite running back in this draft, which has nothing to do with where I would draft him. I'm not talking about my favorite as a first-round running back. I'm talking about just as a running back in general. But this guy, the more I watched him, the more I thought about it, the more I talked to other people in this, in the, in, not in the car business, but in the NFL business, which I know a lot of them, they really are really high on Damian Pierce out of Florida. Always tough for me because I'm a huge Gator, even though on Joe Buck's fan, for some reason when I publish articles, people think I love Georgia. Uh, Georgia is actually my arch rival. I just happen to think that they have some of the best players in the country. I, I, I don't, but Damian Pierce, Florida, 5'10", 220 pounds, ran a 4'59". Average draft position is 103rd, which is bottom of the third round. So if you look at the Bucks pick, to remind you, 91st is our Bucks pick, right? And then his average draft position is 103, uh, which is very interesting. His NFL comparison is Isaiah Crowell, which we all know has been around the NFL for a long time. Very physical running back, can catch the ball, play special teams. At Florida last year, he only rushed the ball 100 times for 574 yards. That's 5.7 yards a carry, but he had 13 touchdowns. And he had 19 receptions for 216 yards and three TDs. In 2020, another 106 rushes. So this is a part-time player, really, with, with full-time talent. That's the way I have to look at it. He's one of my personal favorites, and it's not just because he played at Florida. I watched his hands at the Senior Bowl. This guy caught everything during Senior Bowl practices. His hands are unbelievable. For a guy his size, uh, he is a big guy, 5'10", 220. But his hands, phenomenal. Runs physical. So this is a Leonard Fournette type player, in my opinion. That he's, he's very, very similar to what we have in Fournette. We just signed Fournette to a contract. But we'll see. I have some interesting stats from NFL Network. He squats 705 pounds. He's never exceeded 106 carries. We just talked about that. He's a violent runner with good contact balance. He scores a lot of touchdowns. Again, uh, 13 touchdowns in the red zone on only 100 carries. Um, he's capable of handling a larger role, which we just talked about, because I think he's a part-time player, with full, but he should be a full-time player. Pierce is someone I expect to be more productive as a pro. That's the NFL Network's opinion, which I think is very good. But I'm telling you right now, there's something special about Damian Pierce, and I wonder if the Spiller stuff with the Bucks. it just depends on if, if Spiller falls. But I think that Damian Pierce has to be high on Jason Light's list of running backs in, say, the, the bottom of the third round top of the fourth round because he's right in our backyard. Jason Light got to watch him play for technically four seasons. Again, Damian Pierce, Florida running back, average draft position 103rd, which is the bottom of the third round. Isaiah Crowell is his NFL comparison, 5'10", 220, ran a 5'4", 9 at the combine. All right, on to number five, Rashard White out of Arizona State. This is absolutely one of my favorite running backs in this entire draft. And now that we re-signed, you know, Ira's favorite player at running back, I just don't believe. And, you know, we, we actually signed him to be a, a pass-catching running back, third down back. And basically, that's what I was hoping that we would draft Rashard White for since he was a former wide receiver. He has the best hands in the draft. He can actually be used as a wide receiver in a slot when he's not a running back. This is a James White type guy, you know, similar to what Tom Brady had in New England, uh, Deion Lewis kind of guy. I'm very excited about Rashad White. So Arizona State, he rushed in 2021 182 times, 1,000 yards, 5.5 yards a carry. He scored 15 touchdowns, long was 50. Receiving, he had 43 catches for 456 yards and a touchdown, over 11 yards a catch on 43 catches. So he was obviously used tremendously in the passing game. He's 6'2", 
I had him at 6'3". The NFL Combine measured him at 6'2", so you never can't trust what you see on the college websites. But he's 210 pounds. He ran a 4.48. He runs straight up kind of like Eddie George. This is what's really interesting. His NFL comparison is DeMarco Murray. Everybody remembers DeMarco Murray from the Dallas Cowboys. Sensational running back. Caught the ball. But again, physically, that's who he resembles, according to the NFL, which is interesting. And again, his average draft position is 105th, which puts him in the top of the fourth round. Now, again, the Bucks in the fourth round pick 133rd. If we don't have our running back by the third, and I believe that running back is a position that Jason Light is going to draft. I believe that that's, he's going to draft one. I just don't think he's going to draft one high. At 133rd, if Rashad White's there or if Damian Pierce there, I think that he's coming off the board to the Bucks. Again, uh, let's see what the NFL had to say about him. He ran a 4.48.40 at 214 pounds. He showed explosiveness with a 10.5 broad jump in the 38 vertical. He's one of the best testing running backs at the NFL Combine, which is really interesting. Again, my number five running back, Rashad White, Arizona State. ADP is 105, which is the top of the fourth round. NFL comparison is DeMarco Murray. Best hands in the NFL draft. Again, we'll see how the Bucks react to that. But you know, this is a guy that comes in and would be a, a Brady target from day one. I really think that he would love having this guy. And again, depending on when Chris Godwin comes back, which I'm hearing November, you know, from what I understand, we still start in September in football. So you would literally go in with Mike Evans, and then you're going to move Gage to the slot because Russell Gage is a slot wide receiver but can also play outside, but he's really good in the slot. Godwin's not there. And then on the outside, you're probably going to start Perryman or Cyril Grayson. But you also, if you drafted Rashard White, not only would you have a running back that can come out from the running back, you can also play him as a wide receiver. Again, he'd be a 6'2", 210-pound wide receiver that runs a 4.48. I just think it's a dual position. I think it's very interesting for the Bucks to look at that. Again, especially if he's in the fourth round. Let's move on. Number uh, six running back. His brother's one of my favorite players. Uh, it was Dalvin Cook. So this is James Cook out of Georgia. 5'11", 190 pounds, ran a 4.3940. His ADP is 96th, which is the bottom of the third round. So if you look at that, um, again, I'm going to remind you the Bucks picked 91st in the third round. So if you go by what Vegas says and you go by the Bucks, he's going to be there when the Bucks pick in the third round. His NFL comparison is Darrington Evans, which if you don't recognize that name, he's a speed back that was drafted by the Tennessee Titans in the third round. And he's been on the IR. He got hurt his rookie year and has not been productive. But that's his NFL comparison as far as size and weight and speed. Again, 5'11", 190 pounds, 4'4". In 2021, he rushed 113 times for 728 yards. That's 6.4 yards a carry with seven touchdowns. He also caught 27 balls for 300 yards and four touchdowns. Again, he was a part-time player to Zamir White at Georgia. Um, But with his size and speed... Uh, I think that he, with a running back committee, say of like uh, Fournette and Vaughn, my goodness, James Cook, you could put him in there. And I think he would be just a sensational pick by Jason Light for that because I think he's going to be terrific in the NFL, just in limited quantities. Uh, let's see what the NFL has to say about him. Uh, he's a dynamic receiver at the backfield with soft hands. We talked about that. His, he has ability to run wide receiver routes, which I find very interesting, and he creates mismatches against linebackers. There's no linebacker in the NFL that's going to hang with James Cook. That's not going to happen. So if you can get him one-on-one with the linebacker, I would feel bad for the linebacker. But James Cook is a good player, again, but he's never he's never shared a large workload. And Zemir White is another guy that's not going to be on my list today, but for those of you who want to know why, 
It's because he's had two ACL surgeries on each knee. So he had his left knee done and then his right knee done. And then he came back this year and, uh, and did it an ex and was explosive. But let me just tell you something. There's only, there's, those guys are ticking time bombs. It's only a matter of time before he hurt, gets hurt again and his career is over. And there's just too many good running backs this year to take a chance on Zamir White, in my opinion. Number seven is Pierre Strong Jr. out of South Dakota State. Here's a guy that's been linked to the Bucks. The Bucks did a formal interview with him. His tape on, if you guys watch his highlights, it's sensational. He looks like Barry Sanders. The guy's sensational. But again, it's at South Dakota State, right? He's not playing in the SEC. But let's see if it translates. So he's 5'11", 202 pounds. He ran a 4.3740. His average draft position is 142 in the fourth round. So obviously, this is a, a guy that could possibly fall to the fifth round, fourth round, but he's getting a lot of hype right now, so I'm not sure if he'll last that long. But again, his, AD, his Vegas ADP is 142, which is uh, in the fourth round. So he has no NFL comparison on the Vegas, but, on, uh, but Lance Zerline gave him Telvin Coleman as his NFL comparison. So I thought that was interesting, so I put that in my notes. The NFL says an instinctive runner with NFL traits, which is fine. He's, they believe he's a, he's a running back uh, uh, one, which is interesting. He's more reactive uh, behind the line of scrimmage. He has good feet, good hands. Uh, he has terrible hands, which again, and he struggles with, with uh, pass pro. So I put that in my notes. I thought that was really interesting. So here's a guy at San Diego, South Dakota State, sorry, that dominated his entire conference. 240 carries, 1,600 yards. Seven yards a carry, guys, on 240 carries. That's, in, that's insane. And he scored 18 touchdowns. This is a guy that belonged in the SEC, not, not at South Dakota State. He caught 22 balls, 150 yards. That's all he caught. So he, he touched the ball 240 times and had, 22, and had 22 catches. So the problem with him is he didn't play in a pro offense. He doesn't know pass pro at all, for, and, which is tough to learn. He has stone hands, which is – that actually came from a scout who – doesn't like his hands at all. But if he's going to be a, a first and second down runner with a 4-3-7 and, and be as strong, again, please watch his tape. Watch him. It's unbelievable. Again, just remember the competition that he's playing against. The Bucks are interested in him. Is he a Rojo replacement? That would be interesting because Rojo didn't have good hands. So Rojo was a first and second down back who you couldn't depend on hands-wise. This is a guy, maybe he can develop his hands, but when somebody says your hands are like stone – I don't know if that's going to be something that can be coached up. Pierre Strong, South Dakota State, average draft position 142, which is the fourth round. Uh, 5'11", 202 pounds, 4'3", 740. This guy was linked to the Bucks on several occasions, so we'll see if Jason Light drafts him. On to number eight, Brian Robinson, the junior out of Alabama. 6'1", 226 pounds, ran a 4'5", at the Combine. My problem with Brian Robinson isn't Brian Robinson. My problem is Alabama running backs, okay? They're incredibly hard to evaluate. Brian Robinson could be the best running back in this draft, or he could be the worst running back in this draft. How on earth would you possibly know? The guy is okay physically for physical contact. He's okay in the goal line. He's not super fast at 6'1", 226. He ran a 4'5", which this year these running backs are at, at similar size. He's not going to be your, your strong tackle-breaking running back. He's not going to be your speed back. He does everything averagely, and he tested average at the combine. He's just hard to evaluate. When you have an offensive line that could start in the NFL, and you're always ahead of the other team and you wear them down, it's very difficult. And he's a north and south runner. So I guess we'll see. And 
So his ADP is 88. So according to the Vegas, he's going to get drafted somewhere in the middle of the third round, which is interesting. And I just don't see the Bucks drafting a guy with like this. He's just too hard to evaluate. In 2021, he had 271 carries, which is a lot, for 1,300 yards, five yards a carry, which is what you expect from an Alabama running back, and he scored 14 touchdowns. He caught 35 balls for 300 yards. That's eight and a half yards a carry or a catch and two touchdowns. So very productive player at Alabama. I understand that. But athletically, he's not terrific. I don't know what he brings to the team other than running through large Alabama holes. And again, this guy could, could be uh, an amazing running back. There's just no way to tell. I feel for any scout who has Alabama on their list when it comes to running backs. His NFL comparison is Chris Carson. Everybody knows Chris Carson from the Seahawks. Let's see what the NFL um, Network has to say about him. He's an absolute physical unit with good feet and power. Okay after yards of contact. His running style is predictable, and he's indecisive between the tackles. Building and maintaining momentum, he doesn't always come easy. He's more fight than flight. He delays in processing. He lacks second-level speed. He is not a road grader. He's a linear runner who's likely to be utilized as a complementary bulldozer to help wear down defenses. I don't see that, um, but uh, I know he did that at Alabama. doesn't mean he's going to do that in the pros. He doesn't have a large upside, according to NFL.com. So, again, Brian Robinson Jr., Alabama, ADP is 88th, middle of the third round, 6'1", 226 pounds, uh, 4'5", Almost there, guys. Two more running backs. So, Jerome Ford out of Cincinnati. This is a guy that I just um, – Started studying in the last 30 days. Very interesting guy. And I saw him because of Isaiah Ryder, uh, Ritter, the quarterback out of Cincinnati. So when I was watching Ritter play, I saw Jer uh, Jerome Ford play a lot. And I was like, oh, that guy's okay. And then I watched more and more, and I, he just kind of grows on you. So he's 5'11", 209 pounds. He ran a 4'6 at the Senior Bowl. Again, played for Cincinnati, which was a playoff team. ADP was 132. So they're looking at him in the middle of the fourth round. His NFL comparison is LaMichael Pierrine. He, uh, Pierrine, he is out of Florida. Athletically speaking, both of those guys aren't terrific athletes. But he's definitely compact. That 5'11", 209, he, just, he looks like he's lifted weight since he was a kid. I mean, he is just stacked. In 2021, he rushed 215 times for 1,300 yards, 6 yards a carry, which is fantastic, 19 TDs. He caught 21 balls for 220 yards and a TD, which is great. Um, let's see what the NFL has to say about him. Well-built back with NFL size and athletic ability. Lacks vision and creativity. He's fast and strong and athletic. He has the tools to find those yards. He's uh, explosive in the backfield. Okay, very soft hands. So let's talk about this guy. This is another third down guy uh, that's going to be a committee guy, a special teams player, but could be a third down back. So that's my opinion on Jerome Ford out of Cincinnati. ADP is 132, uh, two, which is fourth round. NFL comparisons to Michael Pirine. And the NFL says that he's going to be a complimentary back uh, committee, third down back, but we don't see him as a starter. I like him as a player. I think he's going to make an NFL team, and we'll see what he does. There's no predictor of this. This is not an exact science. If it was, there'd be a lot of rich people who are scouts, and they're not rich because they fail 50 to 55% of the time. Let's go on to number 10, Kyron Williams out of Notre Dame. Uh, this is our last guy. 5'9", 199 pounds, and, the, and he ran a 4.69. So he's small and slow. ADP is 115, so he's in the middle of the fourth round. Uh, his NFL comparison is Deion Lewis, which is strange to me because Deion Lewis is a fast player. But size-wise, athletically testing, they're very similar. 
2021, he had 200 carries for 1,000 yards, 4.9 yards a carry, 14 TDs. He caught 42 balls, though, for 359 yards and, and three TDs. So his stats don't jump out at you. Like, like to me, 4.9 yards in college football isn't terrific, like a superstar status, but it's okay. He did catch 42 balls, which is really great. I just don't like the fact that he's 5'9 and ran a 4'7. I don't know, really know where he fits. I will tell you that he is tough when you watch his tape. Um, he's got a lot of moves. He, he really does dance a lot, gets people out of the way, and fights for those extra yards. I saw him running out of bounds a lot, which always scares me as a Buccaneers fan. I don't like guys that run out of bounds before contact, but he was a captain at Notre Dame. He was a fiery guy. Uh, let's see what the NFL has to say about him. They don't believe he's a three-down back. He has trouble picking up the blitz, but they, they, he's a terrific route runner out of the backfield. The NFL says that he's a Deion Lewis, Brandon Bolden type, and that's pretty much what he's going to be. So he might be one of those guys that sticks around the NFL, learns the game, catches balls on third down, and has a long career. We'll see. I think he's a special teams guy. But, you know, the one thing you can't predict about a running back without the, who doesn't have size or speed is his want to. And this guy, when he steps on the field, is one of those guys that wants to win. He wants to fight for the yards. He wants to fight for the third down or and for the first down on third down. And he catches everything. So it's a hard guy to predict is how big this guy's heart is. There's just so many physical things in the NFL when the linebackers and defensive line and the, even the defensive linemen run faster than you. They're bigger than you, stronger than you, faster than you. It's just the NFL is just a different game for those kind of guys. Athletically, you really need to, to be strong. All right. So let's recap. So... First running back, Brees Hall. Second running back, Isaiah Spiller. Third running back, Kenneth Walker III. Fourth running back, Damian Pierce. Fifth running back, Richard White. Sixth running back, James Cook. Seventh running back, Pierre Strong Jr. Eighth running back, Brian Robinson. Ninth running back, Jerome Ford. And tenth running back, Kyrene Williams. And again, we don't have Zamir White on this just because of injury history. So I hope you guys enjoyed a, a, a very, very detailed breakdown of running backs. I did NFL comparisons and average draft positions, so you guys know. Let's talk about, again, let's recap where the Bucks draft. I do believe they're drafting a running back, but it's not going to be in the first two rounds. So it's either going to be at the 91st overall pick, which is round three, or the 133rd pick, round four. I don't think you're going to get a running back in the seventh round at 248 or 261. So it's got to be in that 91 to 133 picks. And I went over where I think these guys are going to be picked and where Vegas thinks they're going to be picked. So it's very interesting stuff. I hope you enjoyed your ride home. Please follow us at Bill Curry Tampa. Please follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Visit us at BillCurry.com and see some terrific specials. Order a car. Get a $150 gift certificate. No deposit necessary. Hit me up at Bill Curry at bestinclass at BillCurry.com. Let me know what you're, what you're thinking about the NFL draft. If you want to order a Bronco, if you want to order any other vehicle, let me know. I will absolutely be very, very happy to help you. Also, Enjoy the Tampa Bay Inferno this Saturday night, which is their opening game. NFL football guys in Tampa. We deserve it. I look forward to uh, breaking down offensive guards and tackles with you next week. And then we're getting on to defense before the draft. And I'm looking forward to my draft podcast with Ira and the gang. Super excited about that. I hope you enjoyed your drive home. Please share this podcast with all your friends. Don't forget to leave me reviews on Apple and Podbeam and Spotify. All right. Sean out.